1: Injured at work in a motor vehicle accident or had a fall in a public space? Speak to Your Claim Lawyers, a no-win, no-fee, personal injury claims law firm that specialises in maximising compensation claims for injured people. Call 1-800-YOUR-CLAIM or yourclaimlawyers.com.au. He's in the ruck. Dan Houston's having a rest with that shoulder, and Riley Bonner comes back in for the match of the round against the Western Bulldogs. Another ripping game will be at the SCG, this one on Saturday. Sydney Swans taking on Collingwood. 1.45 one forty five Victorian time and one of Sydney's assistant coaches and West Coast champion joins us on the line. Dean Cox is his name. Coxie, thanks for your time, mate. Okay, good morning. You had a hectic week. I'm not sure you would have experienced <laughs> anything like it in your professional AFL career. You are stuck in Sydney, weren't sure you are going to get to the game. You got there, mate. Take us inside. What went on?
0: Yeah, so um, obviously three of, us, three of us assistants went. We got a bite to eat just around the around the corner from our training facility and um, found out two days later that it was uh, one of the COVID hotspots and uh, it was only a casual site, but we had to get tested, which we did the night before and then um, had to wait and then the Melbourne government wouldn't let us in. So um, we had everything set up to, to go and coach from the Giants Stadium after, the, obviously, the Giants played that day and um, and try and commute out there and then relay messages into the coach's box into, into Melbourne. And then the day after, we would come to the footy club and everything got passed off. We had about an hour to get to the airport, and away we went.
1: Crazy times, mate. Cra- crazy <laughs> crazy and world. That we, so were you going to be on, <laughs> was it going to be via Zoom, or you were going to watch the with your screens, obviously, and then communicate via Zoom or over the internet, I guess?
0: Yeah, so I think one of the things that the AFL were um, keen to do as well was to give us access to all four camera angles, so we were going to up right. in a coach's box at GWS and um, watch the screens and, and then speak to, to someone in the coach's box, but you know, the part was as well we had some other people there to coach as well, we didn't want to make it too um, too many voices, but everything mm. got passed off in the end, which was good. I was at that game against uh, Melbourne, highly competitive
1: as you have been all year, and as to be fair as Sydney teams have been for you know, the last 20 years, but w- what did Melbourne do particularly well? I mean, they're they're unbeaten. What was it about them if you, as you
0: reviewed that game that they're doing really well? Oh, I think their pressure. You know, it was one of the highest pressure games for the for the year and, and they've been doing that consistently. I think what they also do is the way that they set up behind the ball, um, you know, probably the difference in the end was um, probably the difference with the key position players. The, a couple of their key forwards had really big impacts on the game, to kick four and three goals. And, mm-hmm. you know, they restricted our key forwards really well, so... You know, we had 12 more inside 50s, um, generated one contested possession, um, clearances, but um, just couldn't get it done ahead of the ball. And you know That's one thing Melbourne's done all year is defend really well and they did that again on the night. Yeah, they
1: certainly did that. Um, but it's been, I mean, has, has the form pleasantly surprised you? Like if you had to sit at the start of the year, the young Sydney Swans would be sitting six at five and three with a home game against Collingwood on Saturday. It's a really good position to be in. Has it surprised you how well you've competed this year?
0: um probably a couple of the early games against some really quality opposition away from home um but you know i think over the summer we knew we blooded a lot of these kids sort of last year and saw some a lot of potential in the way that they played you know tried to adapt last year a different style and what we wanted to to do going forward and i suppose we didn't get really a lot of opportunity towards the back end of the year and um, yeah, so they've come on. They train well over the summer, and you know some of our senior players are allowing them to to play key roles in our footy team, and um, you know it's really exciting going forward. But you know five and three is great, but mm. we need to keep winning.
1: And I guess the the fatigue nature that comes in with particularly first year players, but second and third yep. as well, has sort of hit the group. Um, Blake, the Lizard's been sub and he's missed out. Uh, Logan McDonald has lost his place in the side. Campbell's the same. Goulden is such a talent but has has dropped off a little bit with how much footy he's getting. How are you balancing the workload of the youth that you've got?
0: Yeah, I think that's probably the, the toughest thing to do is to... You know, do you give them games off? Do you uh, weekends off? Do you reduce their training loads throughout the week? So I think it's a combination of all those. And mm. you know, it's really tough for, for young players to come in and, and play key roles, but to do it consistently, um, at AFL level is a really tough ask for them. So, um, you know, second year players in Chad Warner as well as you know, been inconsistent at times, but um, you know, that's what you're going to get from some of these kids. And we have just got to keep giving them the opportunity, to try and reduce them throughout the week, and. Hopefully get them ready for match so that they can play their role for the footy club.
1: Do you foresee many changes for your, for your lineup? Of course, that'll be named this afternoon. You don't have to tell us. But um, are you looking at many changes again for this game tomorrow?
0: Oh, there might be a couple. I think one thing you want to try and do is to steady your football team. You know, I think leading into Gold Coast as well, we've sort of had five and six changes each week, and you know, we want to make sure that we can try and consolidate our team as well as we possibly can and mm. make as little limited changes as possible and get them playing some footy together. So that's really important. Um, you know, there's always one or two, but um, nothing drastic this week.
1: I'm hesitant to ask about Buddy because I know you, you guys cop this question yep. all the time. It's tiresome. But I, I saw him not make the distance from 50 and then not opt to have a shot from 50 on, on the junction of the 50 metre and, and the um, the boundary line. I think it was in the third quarter. He would usually have a shot from his spot. Is he... Is he right? Is he still
0: sore? Uh, give us an update. No, he's okay. He's good. Um, you know, I think leading into that game, he trained um, you know, for probably 10 days leading in properly. He's trained again this week, uh, fully as well. So, you know, Lance is fine and I think you know, Lance will be the first one to admit that he didn't perform the way he'd like to and got beaten on the night. So, mm. um, you know, it doesn't happen too often uh, mm. but May was really good on him and yeah, he'll play his role for the team. He'll be back at his firing best, hopefully this week and um, for the games to come as well. Uh, a couple of other injury
1: updates. Great to see Naismith back. He's going to return through yep. the VFL, so that'll that'll help you. And particularly with Hickey, who looks a little bit banged up as well with the work that he's doing.
0: Yeah, so it's really good news for Sam. Well, I think you know to have his second knee recon. Um, he's been through a lot um, on and off the field. So you know the boys are rallied around him. He's put a, a mountain of working to get his body right and. You know he'll he'll play probably a half against the Collingwood in the VFL, so really excited about that. And yeah, you know certainly helped. Tom, he's obviously did the PCL and come back really quickly, and then uh, had to butter up against Gorn and and Neat Grundy, but he's been really good for us. So I think when he first got here, and he knows what he can and can't do on a football field, and he's doing a lot right at the minute. Mm. Uh,
1: you are the expert of all things ruckman, like one of the best we've ever seen. With all with all due respect, and I know you'll be humble about it, but. How do you see the ruck stakes across the competition? A lot of talk about their influence, often with the hit out numbers, and and perhaps then being overrated. How how do you see the the modern ruckman?
0: Oh, I think they vary. I think you know if you talk hit out numbers to the first probably part is the connection piece, and you know if you look at um, the really dominant centre bounce ones, which is you know when you're playing a six 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 game at the minute it makes it really dynamic for footy teams, and Nat is obviously the best at that, and then. Sort of gone with his um, contested marking around the ground, his intercept possessions. I think he was number two for Melbourne, um, mm-hmm. both highest intercept team and and Grundy. What they can do around the ground with generating ball. So, you know, I think I think they all differ, which is really good. Um, you know, they have their own strengths and they're playing to them at the minute. And there's no sort of uh, certain way that every player has to play as um, what's good for the team. And, and there's been a few that have been doing that.
1: Just a word on Collingwood. Uh, back to some good form against North Melbourne last week, but it's been a tough year for them. Key players getting their hands on the footy in, in more to go yeah. kick six. You know, Maynard and Chris. So They got they got some talent in the side. Grundy's another one. Uh, how do you see them, and and how prepared are you for them?
0: Uh, we're really prepared. Oh, I think, and that's what they did last week is to to bounce back with their pressure around the ball. I think you know they defended really well. They defended higher, um, and obviously some some personnel changes to that with because obviously Jordan spending a heap of time forward and he's such a, a damaging player and you know, Penalty doing something a little bit different and um, obviously Mort back to set up back at 11 intercept marks or something. So mm.
1: um,
0: yeah, they've got their mojo back and you know, something we've got to be really dangerous and look out for.
1: When you say defending higher, um, explain that to, to the average footy fan for us. Uh,
0: so there's sort of, in a position where they're relative to where the ball is, the defenders. Mm. So, you know, a lot of players might not necessarily be back shoulder all the time and some take some proactive positioning and, you know, try and force the operator to kick at the spots where they can outnumber. And, um, you know, I think most sides certainly um, want to tighten the ground up as much as possible. And, you know, they got back to doing that. Coxie, before we let you go,
1: the biggest issue for the AFL at the moment is, is how well supported the clubs are and how to increase that. And, do you feel under the pump? There's not a lot of coaches there at Sydney. You're asked to do the same thing for no more money. In fact, probably less. Yourself, McVeigh, Pike, and Benny Matthews. Do you feel under the pump, and do you need to be better supported?
0: Oh, I think one thing that you do all the time is, you know, when you the players certainly leave, you've still got a fair bit of work to do. You know, so first of all, we're here for for the players to to develop them as footballers, but also as people. You know. Mm-hmm. We, want to try and get to know them as close as we possibly can. So, you know, we can develop in, in all areas. And I think part of it as well is that, you know, everything you have to do, the, the hours are longer. Um, there's no doubt about that because you've still got the same amount of players with a lot less people. So, mm. um, yeah, no, we still love what we're doing, but um, yeah, the the weekly grind does come a little bit more. Yeah. And I guess, does it take a toll on your, your family life as well? I guess that's, that's obvious. Yeah, it is. And, um, you know, sort of the drop-off and pick-up from school and that sort mm-hmm. of become a little bit tougher. And the club try to manage that as much as you possibly can. And you know, The club's really good for that, but it still demands, um, you know, what's required. So um, we've got to make sure that we can produce the best football we possibly can as, as often as we can. So we'll, we'll spend the time to do that. Good on you, mate. Hey,
1: appreciate your time, really do. And, and good luck tomorrow against the Pies. No problem. Thanks, Guy. What a player and developing into highly respected coach as well, perhaps with senior coach uh, written all over him. The Sydney Swans taking on Collingwood. Massive game for Nathan Buckley and Collingwood, as each and every one is when you start one and six. Time now to get to... Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi-finals. all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers together and loving it. TNCs apply.